Podcast. It's Friday on I Swear I Knew That, your week daily sports trivia podcast. Sam Ferris here with Mark Gabor and Dan Silburn in our Test Match Cricket Week. It's the final round with the Biscuit Round to come as well. So final couple of rounds. But uh, yeah, here we are. Martin, you're the quiz master this week. How do you think that Dan and I have gone? Yes, I am the quiz master <laughs> this round and I've always, actually I've never wanted to say that. Uh, you two are doing very well. Um, 75%. I think you're on track for the highest score. Yeah, barring and a complete stuff up. Which is, which is hopefully <laughs> on the cards. And Dan, you fought back magnificently. Yeah, tough first session, but um, getting into the groove now. Dug in, you saw off the first new ball and now, yeah. Cashing in. Right in, yeah, that's exactly. So you're on 21. 21. I'm on 30. And it's our game of the week. And I don't believe it is New Zealand, Pakistan, the Basin Reserve in 1992. So where are we going to for this one, Martin? We're going to Edge Baston. Uh, Not a recent Edge Baston test. 2005. Oh, Silves. Well. Were you there, Daniel? I wasn't. I was in year 12. I remember that final day so vividly, getting back from football training in the evening, tuning in from 7.30 and then being the most stressed I've ever been in my young life. I actually reckon it was my birthday. That day, and because the test match had you know, gone so strongly in the favour of England, without going to that last day, Mum actually kicked us off the main TV, and Dad and I had to go and watch it in the bedroom. And like we watched it, just thinking the game would be over straight away. But it was great seeing that the the, uh, the pressure reversed and back, put back on England. But anyway, I won't give away too much. But it was one, on of the S- great, one of the great test matches on SBS as well, wasn't it? Yeah. That series, which yeah. was very random. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think. Uh, Stu McGill mm-hmm. and Kerry O'Keefe for the pundits. Yeah, and it was the last time it was on free-to-air TV in the UK as well. Last test match that was on yeah. free-to-air TV wow. in the UK. Well, they got a pretty good uh, test match. Went out on a high. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't get much better than that. All right, round five, our game of the week. So Australia smashed England in the first test, right? Correct. Things are about to change. Question one. <laughs> I'll start again. Australia smashed the hosts in the first test <laughs> with Glenn McGrath snaring nine wickets for the match. But drama struck in the warm-up when he stepped on a ball and rolled his ankle. Who replaced him? This is an answer Josh Gerrard gave in trivia yeah. recently. Uh, what have you got, Dan? Uh, Michael Kasperich. Yep, Casper. The great man is correct. Which leads us to question two. When you lose your best bowler, you probably bat first. Well, Ricky Ponting won the toss and inexplicably chose to bowl. The English went ballistic, posting 407 on day one before being bowled out in the 80th over. Mm. Who top scored? Time is up. Samuel, you sounded a bit... Uh, I don't think anyone scored 100. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Marcus Drascothic. He was my initial thought, but then I think Freddie actually killed it. So Peterson and Flintoff did get rapid-fire 50s, but with 90 it was the opener, Marcus Drascothic. I tossed in my head because I was like, was it Michael Vaughan? But he got the 100 of the next test when McGraw was back. Got bowled, dropped in the same consecutive deliveries. Anyway. I think Freddie hit five sixes. 
Yeah, he, he went, went crazy. Big. Yeah, 400 of 80 overs. Oh, it Incredible. was. Absolute carnage. Poor old Dizzy. Ricky's not looking good at second slip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, lads. The story goes that everybody was convinced, like the whole team, were they going to bowl first. So it wasn't just on Ricky except for one person and it was Warney who said, oh. you're kidding, we've got to bat first. And I guess everyone's like, no, nah, we'll bowl first. And Warney was the only one to say, no, definitely bat. Oh, well. <clears throat> Question three. Australia's reply started disastrously when Matthew Hayden was removed for a golden duck by who in the second over? I actually reckon it was his first golden duck. Okay, who got rid of him? A man with a fantastic name, <laughs> Matthew Hoggard. Dan? I was going to put Hoggard, but then I panicked. I switched to Simon Jones. Oh, new! It was Farmer Hoggard. <laughs> Matthew. Did you say, how, did you say how he got him? Uh, yeah, quarter, quarter cover. cover yeah. Quarter cover. Driving on the up. I'm just, I don't know why he's played that shot. Yeah. Well, cause, probably because he's Matthew Hayden and scored lots of runs. I think. No. I remember Hoggard getting him out again, caught on the drive. Somewhere else, maybe in that series. He, he cleaned Mid him off. up. He bowled him at one point. But you reckon yeah. Hayden's thought if England can score four hundred and eighty overs, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna have a go here myself. I'm knocking <laughs> off half today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a good start. Australia. Question four. Australia finished the first innings trailing by ninety nine. That's not a question. Runs after this bowler claimed two wickets in as many deliveries to finish to the finish the innings. What have you got, Dan? Uh, Stephen Harmison. Yeah, I wrote Harmy as well. Interesting. Parmesan. No, it was Andrew Flintoff. It was Freddie. It was Freddie. A couple of LBWs, I think. Gillespie and Kasprovitz. Oh, I think Dizzy was stone cold plum. Absolutely yeah. dead. Um, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Just missing off, missing leg. <laughs> Don't even worry about the bales. It's hit in the middle of middle. Question five. The tourists desperately needed a breakthrough before stumps and their talisman delivered when Shane Warne clean bowled Andrew Strauss for the second time in the test with an absolute seed from around the wicket. How many wickets did he take in the second innings? Shane Warne, that is. Not how many times did Andrew Strauss get out in the second innings, which would be pretty obvious. Warne got Strauss a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Bowled him a lot. Mm. All right. Good bowler, I've heard. <laughs> Sam? I'm saying six. I've written down six. <laughs> so he took, I think he took four in the first. He took six in the second. Yep. One of those cool ones in the first, I think it went, Brett Lee took one, Casper took two, Gillespie three, Warren four. So one, two, three, four. Mm. One for 111 for Brett Lee. Not great bowling. But no one bowled that well. Question six. Australia needed 282 for victory and got off to a fast start with Hayden and Langer reaching 47 after 12 overs before Flintoff was brought back into the attack. Langer denied him the hat trick but wouldn't survive the over. How many more balls did it take for Freddie to strike? Wait, what? So the first ball, the hat trick ball, he didn't get out. How many more balls did it take for Freddie to get him out? Oh, okay. Uh, this is a pretty epic over. Dan? Uh, two. Oh, four. Four? Yeah. Got him out next ball. 
Say one ball. Chopped on. One. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. So if we get to question seven, this is really, again, this is on YouTube. This is a pretty remarkable over. That brought Ricky Ponting to the crease in what turned out to be an over for the ages. Yeah. The skipper survived LBW shouts and an outside edge, but was ultimately dismissed on the seventh ball following a flint off front foot fault earlier in the over. On what ball did the no ball take place? Jeez. We've got the whole test match here talking about no balls and one over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, complainer, what have you got? <laughs> Fifth ball. Wrong, straight no, up. Sick. Great, much better. I'll give you five bonus points <laughs> as well. <laughs> Not going to do it. And then he got him out the next ball. Yeah. Oh, that was magic. Caught behind. Yeah. Like the crowd. Like he hit him. The outside. crowd was just. I've probably watched that over. I should go with the last one because I reckon I've watched that over 50, 60 times. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful bowling by yeah, Andrew yeah, Flintoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Question eight. <laughs> Australia's middle order crumbled with Adam Gilchrist throwing his wicket away before night watchman Jason Gillespie was trapped in front again by Flintoff. They were still a chance, but on the last ball of the day, Steve Harmison produced a classic slower ball to remove this man, the last of our recognised batsmen. I love a slower ball. This is probably my favourite delivery ever. McGrath Lara 99 World Cup is good, but this is my favourite. What do you got, Dan? Uh, Michael Clark. MJ Clark. Yep. Yep. Hit his toe, did it? Just a beautiful, beautiful. Flintoff yep. tells a really good story about sitting at second slip and knowing that Harmy doesn't have a good slower ball, <laughs> but he can see it coming and he's like, no, Steve, don't, <laughs> don't really? do it. And Flintoff's there at second slip preparing to just, just catch it on the full and then it just goes perfectly through and Flintoff's just there going, what happened? Because Harmison well, didn't take a lot of wickets that series. And, and Freddie has caught balls off Harmison at second yeah. slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's heartbreaking because if Clark's there, you're still a chance, but. Well, as we were soon to find out, maybe we were still a chance. Question nine, needing 107 more runs to win and with just two wickets in hand, bookies had written off the visitors, but nervous fans in England knew this wasn't over and the drama was just beginning. Shane Warne and Brett Lee chipped away at the target only for the former to be removed on 42 in bizarre circumstances. How did he get out? Like any good tailor. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It just looked so weird. I'm not accusing him, so don't sue me. No, no, of course not. It looked deliberate. Like it was such an odd reaction. It was a late. I'm going to say, what did you write down? I wrote hit wicket. I've written yeah, left leg hit wicket. I think <laughs> yeah, off Flintoff's bowling. It yeah. kicked it around. Like, just like backheeling it, backheeling the ball maybe. Just, to they get. were cruising. He's just. Oh, I don't know. It was a really odd one because like the traditional ones, you just sort of step back off a short yeah. ball. Don't know. Anyway. Oh, well. Question 10. Late inclusion Kasprovitz, who got a golden duck in the first innings, joined Lee at the crease with Australia still needing 62 runs for victory. The plucky pair chipped away with some lofty blows and streaky edges, and before you knew it, the deficit was into single digits. 
The game looked over when Lee belted a Harmison full toss through the offside, but the cowardly Brits had a man on the fence to keep it to a single. Needing three to win, Harmison sent down a vicious short ball which the big Queenslander couldn't evade. The ball just reached Geraint Jones with all of England appealing as one. Without any hesitation, this umpire Uh raised his finger. Make it clear that Casper didn't have his hand on the bat. So England get an, get away with another <laughs> famous win. Can I don't ask deserve it. Who has a deep cover when you need four to win? Surely you've got the field up. Well, didn't they just put him back there? Wasn't that the yeah. Yeah. they just moved him? Surely they just moved him back there. Just, I he, thought it was over. Yeah. I was he laced it. <laughs> I was in despair for the three quarters of a second that it took because to, he absolutely nailed it. Oh. <laughs> three quarters of a second that it took to go out there. All right, which uh, umpire tried to raise his finger? Uh, Billy Bowden. Yeah, I think it was a crooked finger. <laughs> Billy. It was Billy Bowden. Cue scenes. Cue scenes. All right. How did you go in that round, Daniel? Uh, not too bad. I'm I'm disappointed. I've, I've, I think I've left two out on the field there. One, two, three, four, five, six out of ten. Six out of ten. Not bad, Sam. I got seven. Seven. But you got the no ball question, which I thought the hardest question of the round, and a, pure, a true cricket fan will get that one, right? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so uh, after five rounds, what are you on, Samuel Ferris? 37. 37. I think you may have scored very similar to that in the last one I did. It, was high, it was high scoring, yeah. I remember. Dan? I'm 10 behind, so 27. Okay, perfect. Perfect. It's not a runaway. Anything can happen here. The biscuit round. No super over. <laughs> I do have a super over question ready to go. Should uh, there be oh, a tie. really? Good work. Um, no one's got the biscuit round question right. No. Hang on, I've what been are you so close. Well, yeah, you were very oh, close. Oh, you were really Four close. Twenty. What are you on? Twenty-seven. Yeah. Right there. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys want to write down what you're going to bet, please, before I get to the question? Oh, no. This is a tough one, isn't it? Does he risk it all? Denny Silbs? <laughs> Do I go for the – well, no one's got it right, so. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, both got it Both got it written down? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I think this is something that may have popped up. We may have seen this in the past, but we'll find out in about 90 seconds. Okay. Do we say week. how many points we're bidding? No. Well, let us know afterwards. Both written down? Yep, perfect. And I was going to make this just a one-part question because I'm a purist, but our traditional host likes his multi-questions, so this is a two-parter. 13 players have scored 10,000 or more runs in test cricket. I need you to tell me who got to the magical mark in the fewest innings and how many innings it took for them to get there. Just to spice things up, it's a three-way tie and I need all three names. What? Okay. So 10,000 runs. Who got there in the fewest innings? Three players did it, which is remarkable. So they all got it at the same time. So in the same, not like innings. not the same day, but it took them the same, same number, number of innings. Some pretty classic names on this list. And we just need the three names. And how many innings it took. I didn't want to include that. 
I really didn't. But I had to. Only 13 players to choose from. I reckon you'd know at least 10 of them. But can you narrow it down to three? I back myself to get all 13. But. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. That's it. <laughs> How are we going, lads? I have submitted my answers. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not even confident on the names. Okay, let's start with the more confident person as our leader, Sam Ferris. What have you written? Okay, I've written Ricky Ponting, Rahul Dravid and Kumar Sangakara, and they did it in 211 innings. So you've gone Riggy Ponting, Rahul Dravid, and Kumar Sangakkara, 211. Yeah. Dan? I've gone Tendulkar, Ponting, and Cook, and 230. I really wanted to put Lara in there, and Cook was the other one. Like, he was really out of border. He doesn't – Steve War, no. Nah. So, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> Sachin Tendulkar is correct. Well, that sucks. <laughs> so, Sammy, <clears throat> you're wrong. Unfortunately, that's where the good news no, ends, Dan. Oh. Kumar Sengakara was one. Yep. And Brian Lara Damn was it. the other. We got the names together. Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually no submit Lara. Lara. No one said <laughs> Lara. I wanted, I wanted to put Lara in. Damn it. Here's where it gets yeah. crazy. I didn't think he would have done it quickly, quickly enough. Here's where it gets crazy. So they did it in 195 innings. Wow. Wow. Ricky Ponting did it in 196. Oh, wow. So he was one off as well. Jeez. You'd have to think Steve Smith and Vera Collier are on track to, to beat that. Yeah. In fact, Steve Smith definitely because he's he's got the most runs from the fewest innings, I think. That's his sort of record. How many is he on at the moment? Six, seven thousand? Yeah, be around then. It's like he would have reached seven or eight thousand or whatever Faster. it is. Yeah. Innings. I think it's always been – yeah, now that – Bradman's out of the equation because he's past 7,000. Yeah. I think it's like him and Gavaska, but I think it's Smith ahead now. Yeah. All right. Um, so you had 37 points to play with. What, mm. have, what have you gambled? I wagered 18. Which puts you on? 19. Out of possible 100. Dan, you had 27 points to play with. What did you go with? I gambled two points. <laughs> <laughs> Which gets the calculator Leaves me around. on uh, 20, uh, 25. 25. Even if we factor in that rogue bonus point. What am I thinking? <laughs> thinking he'd get it right. <laughs> so dumb. Is this the biggest choke in the history of trivia? I, I think can, I we'll call that a, a fourth innings masterclass. You know, I've seen, I've, I know um, Jack Leach has just come to the crease. I'm just going to have to go hell for leather here and... And hope that the other team panic and use their reviews poorly and drop some catches and miss some runouts. He's enforced the follow on and butchered it. Yeah. But you know what? No regrets. Absolutely no regrets. You know, should I have put the field back? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> should I have stopped bowling my part timers? Yes. <laughs> should I have not reversed the batting order? <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? I did it. And I'm <laughs> that's what happened. Well, Undefeated streak has come to an end at one <laughs> in my most favoured round. Well, let's not focus on the negatives here because, Dan, that's your first win. My first I, win. And I swear I knew that. Yeah, tr- feels good. Couldn't have done it in a more um, in, 
full of integrity. <laughs> Enjoy those baked beans, baby. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what are you what are you going to do with the? You, you're partial to baked beans. Love baked beans on toast usually, um, <laughs> and I'm not someone who puts them in the microwave either. Definitely in this on the stovetop on in a pan. Yep. A bit of Tabasco sauce and some some cheddar cheese melted on top. So hopefully, uh, Warney thinks I've done him proud. Awesome, man. I've just spoken to the ICC, and this is an official test apparently so England have regained the ashes incredibly yeah. you've let the whole country down Sam not for the first time <laughs> that's the test championship in the bag well so 25-19 I believe is the final score congratulations Dan thank you so good it was a uh, that was a good a good round yeah well done mate. you have to come back and uh, quiz master again well I was going to say just like uh, my namesake Damien I think Martin is going to be dropped after this one for letting the team down in the fourth inning so I think Sam will be back hosting uh, in next the not week. too distant yeah. future uh, next week's Olympics week oh. big week of Olympics week that was when it would have been staged had the pandemic not hit so um, 2020 over there in Tokyo would have been going ahead but we're going to uh, celebrate the Olympics anyway on uh, I swear I knew that and I'd actually like to see maybe one day down the track, Danny Silbs, I think you'd be a great quiz master. I'm happy to host whenever. And, whenever. and that way, Gabs and I can square off Mono E Gabor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's it for this week on I Swear I Knew That. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to I Swear I Knew That. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts from. This has been a Black Lab Podcast production.